start by being honest with ourselves. As a nation, for decades, we were perfectly happy to write off whole neighborhoods, whole cities, whole generations of young men and women. As long as it was an inner city problem, an urban problem, which is to say, a black people problem, a brown people problem. Send them to prison, into a system from which they'll never return. Maybe now, now that it's really come home to roost, now that it's the high school quarterback, your next door neighbor, your son, your daughter, now that grandma's as likely to be a junkie as anybody else, we'll accept that there has never been a real war on drugs. War on drugs implies an us versus them. And all over this part of America, people are learning there is no them. There is only us. And we're going to have to figure this out together. Of course, anxious to turn her full attention to Donald Trump and a new poll out this morning shows them neck and neck. The new numbers are a statistical dead heat with Trump at 46%, Clinton at 44%. That's an 11-point surge for Donald Trump since March. Okay. Hello, Baltimore. My name is Tyrone Bose, owner of BPPW Heating and Cooling. And welcome to our show, The Call Tyrone Show. And I'm here with my millennial co-host, my African-American history and cultural gangsters, Leroy Myers, graduate student and teaching assistant at the University of Oklahoma. His area of study is the dynamics of African-American and Native American history. And he will be getting his degree conferred on him this month. Say hello, Leroy. The master's Good at. afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> you want to explain to the people what your degree will be in, uh, Leroy? Your master's? Um, it'll, it'll be a master's in history. Okay. All it'll right. Nothing, nothing too fancy. <laughs> That's fancy <laughs> enough for me. And then you be, you're working on your PhD after that, right? Your doctoral yes, studies. Sir. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. We're very proud of you. And I'm sure most of the listening audience is proud of you as well. Uh, Zachary, congratulations. Zachary Leacock, social media entrepreneur, is my other millennial, who majored in auto production, radio, TV, and film at, Har at Howard University, the Black Harvard. He is a socially conscious vegan and producer of the Channel 10 podcast, which features interviews with pioneering rap artists. Good afternoon, Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore. Uh, welcome back to the Call Tyrone Show. And um, a very dangerous event is <laughs> in American history is about to occur. Okay, it, it looks, it seems to be from from the numbers that they're the new polling data, and um, that they're Trump is actually leading in the polls. Let me cut to the chase in some of the polls. Okay, and this <laughs> this is very dangerous. And, and I actually predicted that he would win the uh, Republican. Uh, nomin uh, nomination. If you've been listening, you know to some of the previous shows, and when, at a time when people were saying, "Oh, he's not going," they, those people were just polling that. When they go in there, they're going to realize that he's a bad guy, and um, they're not going to vote. Yeah, yeah. That they, they when people say they're going to vote for Donald Trump, they're going to vote for Donald Trump. That's what they mean because he appeals to something visceral in people. He wants to make America great again, <laughs> and uh, you know, I would say he wants to make America hate again. <laughs> so, so you can read that in, in which way you want. And by the way, um, um, polls show that um, Sanders, the same polls show that Sanders actually does well against Trump. You know, he's leading the, the same uh, poll that shows Clinton um, falling behind Bernie Sanders. Uh, I mean, it's falling behind uh, Donald Trump shows Sanders actually beating um, Trump by 10.8%. And the other thing we're going to discuss, discuss is how black people have been bamboozled to go for the Clintons. And uh, this is very serious, people, because if you learn anything about Bernie Sanders, you, you learn about his, his uh, position on the issues, um, you'll realize that a lot of stuff that we talk about on this show, he's actually talked about 
outright and, and mention black people in conversation where you don't hear, hear Hillary Clinton directly mentioning black people. And we've even had people say, well, Barack Obama can't say black people. He's got to do it for all people. But Bernie Sanders is actually saying black people and, and African-Americans when he does his, his, his little uh, critiques of some of the things that need to change in this country. And right now we need a revolution. We don't need somebody's going to tweak it an already bad system. We need somebody that's going to go in there and just just dismantle this thing. And then, you know, we, we need something better than what we got. Uh, we got a caller. Okay, we'll go to Gene on line one. How's it going, Gene? Hey, guys. I just want to get in early. Uh, I went to your website. just want to say that. I want to um, acknowledge your website. I, I, what, what do you call it when you, yeah, binged? Oh, right. <laughs> you listen to all the shows, man. Man, I've been doing your website. I don't know. I started like at uh, you know in the afternoon, man. It was like almost nine o'clock. When, when Did I you hear the one on Trump? Huh? Did you hear the one on Trump? No, I haven't gotten that. Okay, if you listen to that one, you'll man, still you'll see rolling. me. Uh, yeah, you uh, you'll see me on that. Even back then, I was saying that Trump was going to be the Republican nominee when everybody, even the pondos. Yep. Professional pundits were saying, oh, he's, there's no way he's going to make it. Uh-huh. And Romney and all these people coming out against him and all that. I said, he's going to make it because the people want him. Yeah. He's saying what people, what those people, his supporters want him to say. Uh-huh. Because a lot of them are too afraid to say it. I'm sorry, go ahead, Gene. No, 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 I ain't going to cut you off either. It's like, uh-huh. I just want to, you know, and the, uh, your, uh, what do you call them, your... Your mob there, oh. <laughs> yeah, they they, they on point. You guys are you, all you guys are on point, man. I pre, I really have a new appreciation for you, especially you, Tyrone, because I was feeling you out. I'll be honest with you. And like I said, when I binged you, you know what I mean. You just uh, you, you know your personality and everything came through, and your knowledge and so forth. So, yeah, we're per, we're pretty consistent. We yes, we speak sir. the truth here. Yeah, now, yeah. if everybody so, don't like to hear the truth, yeah, you know, we're not gonna candy coat. Yeah, we're gonna tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Yeah, and I'm from a, from a historical perspective. You can go back to. Teddy Roosevelt and the original uh, uh, progressives, and the, the Bull Moose Party. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're down with it, but the Bull Moose Party. Go back, check the Bull Moose Party and how the progressives got started. And uh, you know, social, and they were socialist. Uh, w. E. B. Boyce was a was a socialist. socialist yeah, and, and so was uh, so was people like uh, even to bring it more recently, uh, Angela Davis. Was yeah, a socialist. And, oh, of course, Angela Davis. <laughs> and Angela Davis and, 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 and a lot of Black Panthers were socialists. Yeah, and but Angela Davis became a communist, and so did W. E. B. Du Bois before he died. Right. Um, so you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a, uh, again, I have my degree in history. Oh, and, and I'm a I'm a professional historian. I have my website, so that makes me professional. All right, <laughs> but um, yeah, know, we just, got a young man here. If you were listening, yeah, that uh, one master, of my little millennials is his master's. Get his master's, yeah, and he's gonna be working on his PhD. You yeah, know, right, he's gonna so hear the truth here. Yeah. So you know, I just wanted to say one other no, thing. No, we don't uh, play. Uh, the, the young lady, Shashane uh, Stevenson at the Afro. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you checked her piece out? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to. Yeah, well, uh, I read so I, much stuff. If I could get your email, I recorded uh, the two things that... What was uh, her premise? Well, base, ba- okay. basically, <laughs> that the, uh, the, the state senate here are doing what, what uh, what's his name, Booker T. Washington did. He's, they're compromising. Hmm. Um, compromising you know, our, our civil rights in the sense that the HBCUs, uh, as far as funding is concerned... They, what they did was they went to, you know, what the court allows, they went to the, went to the court, uh, sued and won, and found the state uh, 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 guilty of being... Uh, Duplication of... Uh, uh, segregation. Right, right. It's it's, it's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's segregation. Yeah, and it's, it's, you know, founded in Brown. Right, right, right. And, and you know, so forth and so on. But, it's uh, nouveau segregation. Yeah, yeah, it's a new form. Of, if you look yeah. deeper into it than the surface, that's what it boils down to, separate but equal. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. What's it called? Uh, the, the, sec- 
de facto, I'm sorry, de jure uh, segregation. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I mean? So segregation. De facto is, versus de jure. Yeah, and, and de facto, you know, if it, if, if it is de facto, you, know, you could be segregated like Morgan is, but, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, under Brown in uh, the 19, what was it, 1963 Civil Rights Act, you know, the, um, you know, you, you're able to sue, and you're able to stop funding to the states if they push it that way. But it's so hard to explain, you know what I mean, in, in, a, in a minute and a half most shows give you or whatever. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys right. get a chance, and a young man who's got his degree in history, do me, do me a favor at some point, man. Go back and, uh, and, do, and do Brown versus the Board of Education and educate these people, man. Right. And, and, and in case we're still around after... Um Donald Trump's Russia's Russians book, freaking world. Um, <laughs> so get back. I mean, I know you want to talk. That stuff is dear, uh, near and dear to your heart, but we need to drive on because, um, you know, we have a certain no, no, subject man, matter. You're you right on point. Whatever, just but, keep people informed. Man. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for your um, your your call, and thank you uh, for your compliments. Appreciate thank you so much. It. Yes. Now, what he was talking about, people, is if you go to um, um, or if you Google Call Tyrone's show, um, SoundCloud, Right. Or if you go to the website, calltyroneshow.com, you can get every episode. And you can actually hear yourself talking if you want. <laughs> and, um, you know, we if you hear something that I said that you think was an error or whatever, you can um, you can um, point me out on it. But I doubt very seriously if you're going to find too many errors that I'm going to be saying on this show. <laughs> because we, we do do our research and uh, we know what we're talking about. And, and I got some of the best millennials out there, bar none. As far as um, you know, information and cultural history gangsters. So, That's right. And, and I put them up against anybody on any station, white, black, Chinese. Okay. All right. So, getting back to what we were saying about, um, you know, I, let's now a lot of women. When you talk about Hillary Clinton, they think it's a thing about you know you don't like women or something. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring some intelligent sisters on here, and any sister that's against um, that that would vote for Bernie Sanders, normally she's a conscious sister. She knows what she's talking about. Okay. And you can't you can't refute that. Any sister that you know of, think about that. That 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 that's for Mary Sanders. She knows what's going on, okay. And that's a confident sister, and um, she knows what's going. On. So let's go with the black this uh, black woman. Um, she has an African name. I'm trying to remember her name, but she um, supports uh, Bernie Sanders, and she appeared on a news show, and they tried to be condescending to her, treating her like she was an idiot and all this kind of stuff, and uh, she put those people to shame on that show uh, with her knowledge about what's going on. So let's go to the black woman, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders' uh, supporter. It's important for people to understand that Bernie or bust is really a representation of how um, how we feel about Hillary Clinton. We don't like Hillary Clinton, um, and uh, we can't support her. Well, there are a few things, I think. I think, first of all, that Hillary Clinton says things that aren't always what she means and aren't what she believes in. And she's demonstrated that in one of the... One of the one of the clearest ways that she's demonstrated that was in 2008 when she was running against um, then-Senator Obama um, for president, and she claimed that she was going to, uh, that she was against the Colombian Free Trade Agreement, and, um, and that she was going to be basically lobbying against that, and that's what she said publicly during her campaigning. But when her emails came out, we saw that what she was actually doing um, behind the scenes, out of the public eye, was actually lobbying for that exact agreement. So that's evidence for us that what Hillary Clinton says in order to win the election doesn't really have anything to do with what it is that she's going to actually do if she becomes the president. And so... I, Whatever she's talking about on her platform, I just don't trust her. And, um, and okay. don't they go it's ahead. her history that, that actually 
um, it's not simply, it's not just the, the Colombian Free Trade Agreement. It's the, it's what the State Department did under her leadership going into Haiti and when they wanted to, to raise the minimum wage for the Haitians from 24 cents an hour to 61 cents an hour, they negotiated down to 31 cents an hour. It's what, it's the regime change in Honduras and all of the people who are dying as a result of Clinton's in, influence in Honduras after they had their first democratic election. It's the mistake of the Iraq war. It's the mistake of Libya. It's her history that causes us questions. And so now she's saying new things. And she's saying new things that are popular. Suddenly she realizes that the, the importance of Black Lives Matter because of the Black Lives Matter movement. And these things don't seem genuine. They seem like what she needs to say in order to get elected. We don't trust what she says and we don't like what she's done. And so for okay. those... All right, I have to leave it there. What I, want, I want a leader who has you. foresight, who has the ability right. to know in 1994 that there are issues with the crime bill. Not to look back after thousands of lives have been destroyed and families have been destroyed and say, ooh, I made a mistake. I want somebody okay, I have foresight to. to say, no, I'm not going to vote for the Iraq war because that's wrong. Not somebody who's going to later on say, oops, that was a mistake. I don't, I don't think our country can afford the mistakes that come with hindsight. We want somebody who has the foresight to make the right decisions in the beginning. Okay, I have to. Okay, now that system was on fire because they were they were actually I cut a lot of that out as far as um the the you know the back and forth between them, but they were actually trying to uh, be condescending to her and saying, well, tell her they had a, they had a um Clinton Punduit who loves Hillary Clinton and and she, and she was all smug and all that, she was highly educated. They said, explain to her why she should um support Hillary Clinton, and then she would the, the sister just knocked her right out of the park, you know, with, with her dialogue or reasons of why. Based on facts, when they put the facts up against them, they didn't have nothing to say because Hillary Clinton, as, as I said, has done a lot of things that um, we don't even know about that a lot of us don't know about anyway, that have been actually devastating to not only to the black community, but to the country. I mean, the, the Iraq war, which she voted for, um, that resulted and I've been there, too. <laughs> I was sent there twice. That actually resulted in hundreds of thousands of deaths, you know, and, and, uh, and ISIS. That's a direct result of the, um, the Iraq war, a war we didn't even have to fight. Okay, this is something that had nothing to do with 9-11, and they decided that we need to go to war in Iraq, and she was all for it, all gung-ho for, gung for it, and regime change in Libya and places like that, which destabilized the entire Middle East as Secretary of State. She was pushing Obama to, you know, for regime, regime change for Assad and Syria and, and uh, Gaddafi in Libya, and you can see the mess that's over there now. And now she's talking about having no-fly zones in, um, uh, in, uh, in um, Syria. No fly zones. In other words, telling the Russians they can't fly there, even if they get the permission of the Syrians. Now, <laughs> that's going to go real big with, with uh, Vladimir Putin, who has uh, nuclear bombs, too, by the way. All this, all this war monitoring. Uh, Zach? Um, and the thing with Hillary Clinton is that, um, you know, the question, of course, is uh, why do we continue to support her? Um, and there's a lot of historical reasons, you know, going back to the um, Democratic Party. And um, just looking at the history, um, even starting from the 90s, from Bill Clinton and, you know, when he got up on um, on television and played the saxophone and um, basically it gave the Clintons like a name brand recognition uh, for us. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of people are afraid to throw away their vote on someone who they don't um, necessarily see winning. So if they've never heard of Bernie Sanders before, they're more likely to throw their um, there's vote to Hillary thinking that Hillary might have a chance to beat Trump because they're so afraid of Donald Trump. Okay, Leroy, you got anything to add before we? Go yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So there was um in in a an opinion piece in the you know in the New York Times that came out today um entitled "Do Sanders Supporters Favor His Policies" by Christopher Atkin and Larry Bartles, and 
Um, essentially, it talks about this uh, this uh, this idea called the folk theory of the um, of democracy, in which you know we think that people uh, generally, you know, they vote based on uh, whether or not they support um, a politician's views or not. But they're saying that's not exactly the case, and I believe that this recent clip clearly states that. In the beginning, she says that you know that the people are going for, for for Sanders because they can't, you know, they just can't support Hillary Clinton. And so, if you look at you know people who support Bernie Sanders as of right now, a lot of independents and a lot of younger voters um, who uh, um, who do who identify as independent and not exactly liberal. So, are they doing it based on uh, sharing Sanders' viewpoints, or are they just doing it because they don't want to support people like Hillary Clinton and other like establishment politicians? I, I believe that has a lot to do with. It. They don't want a lot of time. You know, with the establishment, people are fed up. That's why the Donald. Trump supporters are voting for Donald Trump, but Donald Trump is the other extreme from Bernie Sanders. They're tired of these establishment candidates that are trying to tweak an already busted system. You know, the system is, is broke. It needs to be overhauled. Okay, you get a total overhaul. You'll need to tweak it and try to make it a little better. And that's all Hillary Clinton is, is a status quo candidate. We don't realize this. So let, let's let this other sister, um, uh, Rosario Dawson, the actress, uh, let her tell the story about Hillary Clinton. Uh, Rosario Dawson, the actor. Let's see what she has Because they don't like this. All us coming together and talking to each other and organizing each other despite them. There is a lot at stake. A lot. So vote for the person who voted no for the Patriot Act twice. Vote for the person who said no to the Iraq war and didn't waste trillions of dollars, but more importantly, hundreds of thousands of lives that started ISIS and the destabilization of the Middle East that we are still feeling the repercussions of today. That doesn't apologize like somehow that brings lives back or the soldiers that we did come back suddenly makes erases their PTSD. Someone who doesn't think that regime change is a good idea of foreign policy in Honduras and Syria and Libya and beyond. Someone who's telling us to vote together. Someone who's going to go into the Oval Office and keep the door open and open up the blinds and the windows and say, let's get to work. I'm excited to work for Bernie Sanders. Because I'm excited to work for all of you. All right, Obama. I wish that this time I was introducing him, but I'm introducing Spike Lee. Okay, so as you can see, Spike Lee and and people um, uh, like Bel Harry Belafonte and Danny Glover, you know, activists, um, you know, actors and, and uh, famous people that are in the struggle. They're, they're actually um, favoring Bernie Sanders and people that know what's going on actually favor uh, Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders has actually said a lot of stuff that we discussed on the show. He's only said that these things need to be addressed. Hillary Clinton has said none of that stuff. OK, and that's why we have a problem uh, with um, Hillary Clinton and. Um, Let's go to uh, Mark. Okay. How's it going, Mark? Good afternoon. Hey, how y'all doing? All right, Mark. All right. Hey, um, Tyrone, you was absolutely right. Let me turn this down. You was absolutely right about um, uh, why we got Donald Trump. 
uh, well, I, <laughs> I'm watching, listen to a lot of um, stuff. Bernie Sanders. Let me say this first. Bernie Sanders. Um, he's been one of my um, my favorite people. Um, you know, I've been following him during the um, 2012 election, during this whole time when the Republicans been the most racist, obstructionist Congress ever. During the whole time when you had wimpy Democrats uh, uh, running away from their their record and going against the president in 2014, um, where where they lost the Senate. You know, so he was on Republicans, he was on Democrats, and he was fighting for for us when they wouldn't extend unemployment and on and on and on and on. But let um, Donald Trump is, is only a businessman and he's an actor, and people like um, uh, what's that lady named that black lady that came out, Amber Rosa, he made her famous on the uh, Apprentice. She probably don't have a clue right about uh, uh politics. But you you know uh, uh, that the, the Republican people always have, since especially since we had a black president voted against their own interests. Tyrone, you got uh, uh, red state Republicans um, governors that that turned down billions of dollars to expand right. Medicaid. Medicare, they yeah. got, they, mm-hmm. they got their poor people literally suffer. dying Let them out. Suffer. Mm-hmm. Literally dying out. Mm-hmm. But I know black people. Especially, are not going to vote against their own interests. You got yes, they are. <laughs> they, they already made. done it. Huh? Hillary Clinton uh, won Maryland. By the way, they've already well, done it. Gonna, you know, this, <laughs> this is thing. I look at the now, I'll, let me finish. I'll vote for Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump. Now, I'm not. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll yeah. hold my nose, but I'm going to tell you, and then you're going to find out later. There's a lot of stuff that that Sanders has been addressing. He's been talking about, but there's uh-huh. a media blackout. The reason being is that CNN. And in MSNBC, you know, Comcast, the parent companies, Comcast and um, Tom Warner, um, they actually paid a lot of money into Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign. Uh-huh. So they actually promote her on their shows. If you watch CNN or whatever, whenever Bernie Sanders does well, they don't even want to talk about it. They, 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 but they always talk to Clinton. Watch them, even when she but, does but bad. I do pay attention to a lot of national um, stuff. And, and, and I do know this. I know that. Um, like I said, we're not going to vote against. Uh, I know whoever wins the uh, the Democratic uh, election, we're going to uh, go for them. I yeah, know we're going to go. I agree. I we're agree. We're going to go with them. Did you hear what? Because Republicans Thomas don't even talk did? about us at all. The Republicans don't even talk about us at all in the debates. If you ever watched them, did you hear what Clarence Thomas did? No. What now? <laughs> what now, oh, man? <laughs> I, I was listening to the national show, man. They what had now? um. <laughs> you'll find out about it. But, but Reverend Adam was talking Who is about. That? Hold on. Hold on. There's, okay. uh, the, uh, there's a young man in Georgia who was uh, on death row, and um, it went to the Supreme Court. And all of the judges, except for Clarence Thomas, uh, voted to, to get the man off death row. Um, it was because of a jury where the prosecutors actually blocked black people from being uh, on the jury. And Clarence Thomas was the only judge uh, with a dissenting opinion. <laughs> Whatever. Let me. Speaking. All right. Thank you, Mark. But speaking about voting against our best interests, Clarence Thomas has always done that. By the way, Mm -hmm. whenever anything, any issue came before the uh, Supreme Court for human rights, um, African American rights, any type of rights, Clarence Thomas has consistently voted against it, and he's always voted with Scalia. And by the way, those those judges, Donald Trump's already had a a bunch of judges that were given to him. And some of those judges make Scalia look like Martin Luther King, you know. So he's already got some judges that were force-fed, that, that were handed to him as suggestions for him to put on the Supreme Court. So we definitely don't need a Donald Trump. So the vote that we need to get out is the vote for the Supreme Court, not the individual. And that's why I'm going to hold my nose for Hillary Clinton. 
Um, let's go with Lady Maggie. Okay. How's it going, Lady Maggie? Peace and blessings to you, Tyrone. <laughs> and if you vote for Hillary Clinton, I'm going to tell Maya Angelou to bump you upside the head. Because <laughs> she said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Now, how are you going to vote for somebody has already did damage that you could call an earthquake, a hurricane, and a tornado all rolled into one, right into the prison system, those who look like you, fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, even grandparents. Well, she called them super predators. She said she needed to bring them to heal. And uh, when you bring something to heal, you're talking about an animal, by the way. When you say bring somebody to heal, the only term, the only time I've heard that term used when you're talking about an animal, a dog or something, bring them to heal. Hillary Clinton said that. What did you say? Hillary Clinton actually said that, that we need to bring these people to heal, the super predators. That that was uh, code for black people. What do you mean heal? To heal. heal? H-E-E-L. H-E-E-L. Bring them to heal. H-E-L-L? H-E-E-L. It's like something you do with an animal. You okay. Know. Well, you're going to okay, vote for her? Control him. No, I'm not going to vote for No, I'm not going to vote for her. No, I'm not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Unless she's running against Donald Trump. Unless she's running against Donald Trump. We should be. Have no I, I, thank you for, I thank you for the lady uh, that you played the um, uh, excerpt from, the lady at the forum for Bernie Sanders. Right. This is something we need to hear because the media has blocked this stuff out. They're not going to let you hear okay. it. They're not going to let you hear that Bernie Sanders does good against Trump, better than Hillary Clinton against Trump. They don't want you to know that. And and, and uh, it's been a media blackout on on um on uh Bernie Sanders since from the get go. And the as a matter of fact, Hillary Clinton set it up with the Democratic National Convention to um schedule the the uh, debates on times you know where people ain't gonna be watching. You know, like on sports events and on Saturdays and all this kind of stuff. So the fix has been in for a long time. And and Debbie Wasserman Schultz is a, a shameless Hil- uh, Hillary Clinton supporter. She's the uh, DNC, uh, the president of DNC. And Bernie Sanders says once he becomes president, he's going to fire her if he ever becomes president. So, yeah, the uh, fix is know, that. Let me share this with you as well. Okay, uh, let's let's Danny, um, let's go ahead and conclude. And I got some more calls, so I'm okay, not trying to rush Danny you. But Glover, Danny Glover. Yes. And he played in a movie with uh, that Lethal Weapon movie. With right, right. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Uh, now I because of he's an activist too by the way he's an activist too by the way yes Danny Glover because of the sacrifices he made that I read about behind the scenes he couldn't even get a job for standing up for human rights and uh, social justice he has credibility for me so that gives Bernie even more credibility and Harry Belafonte too pardon me and Harry Belafonte is in the tank for um uh, Bernie yeah, Sanders, and, and he, he actually has he has le- credibility with me. Hell yeah, he actually supported Dr. King's um, family while Dr. King was because Dr. King wasn't making that much money uh, fighting for civil rights. Harry yes, uh, Belafonte actually went in his pocket and supported Dr. King's family when they hit hard times while he's out fighting for freedom. Some, and that means Tyrone, we have some credible people that we can listen to. We have some credible people that can give us a picture sitting up there with Bernie Sanders. And I don't think Bernie Sanders is perfect, but I think we need to clean that white house, clean house out <laughs> so we can have America. Yeah, but we don't want 
We don't want to take it back. We want to move it forward. Okay, let's go to the no, next no, call. I'm not Thank, I'm not thank you for calling. Thank you for Thank you so much. Next up, we go to Ernest. How's it going, Ernest? Yeah, um, I, I take it for granted. I take it that you didn't hear the interview with Chuck Todd with Bernie Sanders. Chuck Todd, by the way, is Jewish. Right, right. Bernie Sanders is Jewish too, but I wouldn't care if he was a, um, uh, a okay, Episcopalian. But, if he's going to help black people, I'm for the, it. He was. Uh, he agreed with not just uh, uh, he. He, uh, Bernie Sanders agree with both invasions of Iraq, not one, both invasions of Iraq, and he. Well, agreed. one of his one of his platform things is his critique of Clinton uh, being for voting for the uh, Iraq war. But Bernie well, Sanders actually critiques agree, Clinton on that. He agreed with both of them, but he didn't vote for him. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yes, he did. He did. He told Chuck Todd that, and it's documented. All you have to do it's, is it's documented it. that he's constantly. Critiques Hillary Clinton well, for her votes on Iraq. What I'm saying, man. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. And and uh, he was living in a kibbutz in Israel, right? Where they were killing Palestinians. He went along with that in the occupied territory. That's where the kibbutzes are. So now, uh, uh, and 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 now you want this man to be president of the United States, who is probably given the choice between him and Hillary Clinton. Yes, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute. No, I'm gonna tell you well, why. Let me finish, I, and then you can tell me why. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish, sir. Now that Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State, who was the individual that talked to Barack Obama that had him to invade uh, Libya? Who was the individual that talked to Barack Obama that had Barack Obama to invade Libya? Go ahead. I'm going to answer your question. Go ahead. Bernard. Bernard Henri. Levy, he was a Zionist from France. Look okay. it up. Okay, he admitted to it. So Hillary Clinton is not is not the uh, 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 is not in charge of the military of the United States. Were you in the service? Yeah, I spent. I did. Two, I'm retired. I'm retired, Lieutenant Colonel. Go ahead. Where, where did you do your time at? I did two tours in Iraq, and I did se- uh, tw- several tours overseas. That I yeah, cannot discuss. You killed people over in Iraq, Iraq, didn't you? You know they didn't have no weapons. Were you America. Were you a police officer? Yeah. Well, you you arrested black men. No. Okay. When they next, call, next call. Thank man. you so when much. They were right. Sure. Okay. I bet you probably was the worst. Next up, we're gonna go to Don. How's it going, Don? <laughs> <laughs> when, by the way, if you're a soldier, your duty is to get home and get your men home, and you worry about everything else later. You know, but you're not. You don't make policy. You go where they send you. I'm sorry. How you go. doing? All right, Don. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of Bernie Sanders haters. Out yeah, there. they do, and I'm about to play some, some clips for them. I hope they're listening. Um, hey, look! I, I think I think he needs to uh, uh, nominate uh, uh, Rosario Dawson as VP. <laughs> yeah, she's no, she's that sister no, can talk. Man. Yeah, she's tough. She woman got more integrity in her little finger than uh, Hillary Clinton got in the whole body. And that's why Bernie Sanders does well against Trump better than Clinton because nobody trusts Clinton. Nobody trusts Trump actually because yeah, they're they're yeah. chameleons. They they they. They can be whatever you want them to be for the minute, and I have proof of that. Go ahead. Uh, what, what, what is uh, what is the impact on a write-in vote? Even if it, if your nominee is not you know elected, what is the impact of a right a right write-in vote? <laughs> it has uh, almost no impact at all <laughs> because oh, you just throw your all. vote away. Basically, you're just protesting. It's a protest vote. That's all it is. Okay. Okay. It has no impact one way or the other. You're just not get, uh, favoring the other person. 
or any of the yeah. persons. Okay. Right. Um, let's go to uh, um, um, why um, Bernie Sanders wants to be president of the United States. Today in America, we are seeing, and this is a tragedy so unspeakable, it's hard almost to discuss it. But today, a young, young, a black male born today stands a one in four chance of ending up in jail. That is absolutely and totally unacceptable. And our job as a nation is to start investing in communities of need, communities of color, so that young people have the education, have the job training, have the health care that they need so they can get, with an education, get their lives together. So we've got a lot of work in front of us. And no one person can do it alone. What we need are millions of people standing together, not letting our opponents divide us up for all kinds of dumb reasons, standing together to say that in America, yeah, we are going to have a government that works for all of us, not just the few. That's why I'm running for president, and I thank you very much for allowing me to say a few words. Okay, and, and uh, one, one more before we go to the, the caller. Um, let's give us a second. We're going to do um, one more. We'll see um, jobs and education, not jails and incarceration. Now, what's our agenda? When real unemployment in this country is close to 10%, African-American real unemployment much higher than that, youth unemployment for African-American kids who graduated high school between 17 and 20 years of age, you know what it is? 51%. That ain't right at all. So I'll tell you what we're going to do with regard to that. We're going to invest in jobs and education, not jails and incarceration. Okay, let's go to the call. Next caller. Okay, next up. We Anybody have, against that is an idiot. Next up, we have Gore. How's it going, Gore? <laughs> Hi. How hey, how's it going there? <laughs> it's going well. How we doing? I tell you, you got a good topic today. <laughs> okay, Gore, are you um have you are you prime military? I am. Yeah. Well, what was your rank? I retired major. All right. All right. So we do have uh, black female majors. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn good ones too, I'm sure. You got to be good to make it to that level. Damn Amen. good. Amen. It, it, it had its moments. Yeah, it has moments, for, for real. <laughs> so we know racism exists, don't we? It, it if you're a black does. officer, you know that, for sure. It definitely does. It <laughs> exists in the military. It exists in our community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've been listening. I, I heard Mark. I, I know Mark, by the way. Do you? Uh, he and I attend the same church. All right. Um, He's a sweet, smart guy. Um, and in listening to him, of course, I do understand because we talked about different things, you know, the the, uh, the drug war and what's happening on the streets. Um, but I, I do uh, uh, agree with what's being said in the sense of um, Hillary Clinton and and why we would not need to vote for her as a people. She's the blissedest and she's a song. However, I will say this. When it all ends, and we come, I, I agree with Mark when he says um, 
well, what are we going to do when it all ends? I'm over here again. Here's the one Democratic <laughs> candidate to, you know, to vote for. I, I think a lot of what's being said today, if we would say it, um, I, I think it's said late. Um, I, I hear everyone, and, and I agree with everything, but everybody is on the same, uh, what, what can I say, opportunity. We don't all understand the same things. And what happens is we continue to make the same mistakes simply because of the way we interpret things. If we knew um, better, we would do better. Exactly, exactly. And, and I look at even a lot of people who are around me, and I realize that a lot of times, even from the discussions, and, and we'll have a discussion about, say, drugs in the community, and, and the variance of opinion, even just among the blacks. Right. You know, where some feel like, oh, well. And older know, blacks and younger blacks. You'll get different ex- conversations. Exactly. They, mm-hmm. they had the same opportunity as me. Um, why are they out there doing drugs? If they were just you, go to school. And, and, and Gore, by the way, these are affirmative action uh, blacks who got their jobs from other people's hard work. I, I, and I, and I, they don't realize that these opportunities have been shut down because they're talking things like reverse discrimination and all this other stuff. Exactly. You know, and they never had to grow up with gr- drug cartels roaming the neighborhoods or anything like that, Most or definitely. or a crack addicted mother. Most so, definitely. So and, they don't. And they I don't will get. Add that that it, it it leads me to think that it's all about self preservation. Mm-hmm. We talk about community um, and what we should be doing, you know, to assist those in our community, and we we become the worst enemies of ourselves. Absolutely. We start looking at each other and dividing it down and, and figuring out, okay, if I have this and I live this way, they only live that way, and it becomes a they. Right, and, then, and we start thinking, as, especially men, this is how men feel. They feel that if you don't have something and I got it, that's because I'm that much better a man than you are or that much better a person. I did this cause of, only because of my hard work. Nobody helped me. You know, yeah. Nobody forfeited my rights or anything. I did this because yeah. I'm smart, not because yeah. I had breaks that other people didn't necessarily get. That's how we think as, as black men, a lot of us. Not all. So, so I look at it, and, and I'm looking at all of the different candidates. I don't know how we, as a people, can get together. And, you know, because I, I would say this, and I'm going to say it quickly because I know there are other callers. But I said in a meeting, it was a military meeting, and, of course, we had a little short break. And this was a few years back, before um, President Obama was elected the second time. And the conversation came up that and and the conversation was again what was amongst a group of white males i'm sitting at the table and the conversation went on to say um we need to get together and do something we cannot allow him to get back in office again now this is you're talking military professionals these are all officers. <laughs> exactly I, gore i've been I, i've been in the room when people forgot that i was black and said stuff like that oh, and i definitely. you know i was all over it you know what i'm saying most definitely yeah and, and that's what it came so down i've been to those military like, meetings i know what you're talking about yeah who are we oh, mm-hmm. oh, is, is this a we talking about <laughs> the US? Is, does the we include us in the army who are the we they forgot so, you was a fly on the wall in the room exactly. Exactly. So I'm not surprised about um, Donald Trump and what is actually um, the outcome. Neither of am I. Situation because he he's only speaking. We're in denial. Being spoken in the dining rooms, at the dinner tables, and 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 and, and in the military meetings at break time. So he's he's speaking 
what's already been spoken. And just because you're a white friend does not mean that person likes all Negroes, okay? Most because Most you can. That's like saying um, a straight uh, heterosexual man is not a sexist because he's married to a woman. Yeah. You know. Yes. So we gotta be careful with that that type of stuff. So that that that's that's my thing is is when we get down to the bottom of all of this and the dust settles, you know, do we just sit home and not vote because of whatever we feel about Hillary Clinton and allow Trump to just Oh no. Oh no, I would advise that's 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 a poor advisement. I would never do that. Exactly. I would I would hold my nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. But exactly. what I'm saying is that there's been a deliberate news uh media blackout of uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, the things he's been saying and um, and a lot of the neo, what they call, what uh, Dr. Cornell West called neoliberal blacks, yeah. Yeah. They, they can try to get on the gravy train and they try to get ahead of the, of the mob and get their goodies from, from the Hillary Clinton campaign too. Yeah. Almost so, that. Yeah, so, so we got to watch out for that stuff. Good, good job for you, all of you guys. You're really, really, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying this. It, it's been a long time coming and um you know, I'm just hoping that they allow you guys to continue to do what you do. All right. Thank you, Major. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we're going to go back to uh, Ernest next up. Same one. Um, is the same Is the same Ernest? Uh, let's see. Um, hello? Hello? Yes, I, I don't know where Ernest you, you Okay. Talking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're okay. from the other time, uh, uh, Ernest Tyrone. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, no, this is the other Ernest been on the other side of the law. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try to give it's, everybody it's real, a chance, but it's, it's, it's real because you know. I, now, I don't want to change topics, but me personally, I'm gonna I'm go with the, the political perspective because that's what y'all be talking about. Me personally, I don't. Tyrone, as far as I'm concerned, whoever wins doesn't make a difference to me because, for the simple fact that um, they still have to govern the country, and you have to you have to as they govern, you have to govern yourself accordingly. And I say all that to say that. Like with the Freddie Gray situation, I've been on the other side of the law. I mean, I'm legit now. I got my own company. I, I buy and resell scrap metal. I even buy air conditioning units and things of that right, nature. But right. what I'm saying is that it, it, it just it's just so sad, man, to see that how um, the the the, the uh, um, officers, this guy. And we're gonna talk about not, that too. But go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, the, the day was the day was the, the day was a judgment with the judge. Well, I know. The verdict, he's found not guilty on all charges. Well, that's not my Well, I, I didn't see the other outcome, um, Ernest, because when they took the detention off the off the uh, streets and put it in the van, it was to me it was over. I didn't see any, any type of justice coming out of that because if you looked at the video, it was obvious to anybody when they, it would have licked a sense to, that the young man was injured, the 25-year-old man, young man was injured before they put him in that van. Mm -hmm. Okay, but we, we don't want to believe our lying eyes. We want to listen to the medical examiner. Now, even doctors make mistakes. That's why they have malpractice insurance. Okay, so just because the medical examiner said it doesn't make it so. And uh, had Freddie Gray died right away, it would have been easier for him to determine the cause of death. But but saying, but he didn't die right away. He lingered for weeks. Okay, so the medical examiner was able to have a little leeway on, on how to figure that out. And um, then, by the way, there's been all kinds of problems with Baltimore City's crime lab. They, they had to shut it down at one time. But, but so, what I'm saying, so what, let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. So the fact that they were able to move the issue from the streets to the van, to me, just killed the whole case. And uh, we fell for hook, um, hook and sinker that that man was not injured before he was placed in that van. I believe he was to this day. And the van ride just exacerbated the condition that arrived from them beating his butt and severing his spine on that street. Okay. Right. 
and and, and see that's what I, that's what I was bringing up. I mean, I was I, me personally. I was saying, okay, anytime you get locked in, which I've been there, you, you the, the officer, whoever arrests you, he's supposed to go to the station right out of report. Okay, right. simple. That's that, that's that's protocol. And then when you at while you at the station, you you see the bond, you see the bond judge. He either give you bond or, or reject your bond, and and you call your people with things of that nature. This young man ain't had a chance to do none of that. See that that's the whole. I mean, we 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 jump it from the last guy to the first guy. It should have been the first guy from the get go. And then why? Well, how about this? How about this? Let's just put it, let's put it right right down where everybody can get it. When was the last time you heard? Of a white um, um, suspect being beat to death, were choked yeah, to death, we, were we shot in the go. back. Yeah, we we know how that go. Okay, I mean, well, we well, we know how it go or not. The whole the whole thing is they should not be allowed to do that. Okay, and we should not be allowed to be treated as second class citizens, and we should not accept it because it is unacceptable. I mean, it, it, that's what lot, the trials are about. A lot of questions will have to be answered. But uh, I appreciate your program, Tyrone. Have a good day, man. I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Let's go All through right. the commercial and yeah. then we'll drive on. Um, let's go to the commercial. Did your air conditioning go bust this summer? Or do you need a new furnace for the coming winter? I think you better call Tyrone. Those other companies tried to reduce my family's bank account to zero. But when we called Tyrone, he became our hero. Hello, this is Tyrone, owner of BPPW, telling you don't be overcharged for your air conditioning and heating installations. BPPW can install a new furnace, heat pump, or air conditioning system at very reasonable rates. Don't wait until icicles are hanging off your nose this winter. Call BPPW now at 410-978-6889. We currently offer a 10-year warranty on parts and labor and a lifetime warranty on compressors for air conditioning and heat pump installations. You may qualify for a 30% tax rebate on some installations. So, before you go with the other guys, call Tyrone now at 410-978-6889. Okay. All right, all right. So let's go to Wall Street and corporate media brownouts. <laughs> why? The reason why is that Wall Street, corporate America, the corporate media, the large campaign donors have so much power in this country over our economy and over our political life that the only way we make change is through a political revolution when millions of people come together. And people come together to demand something that really is not that radical. It is to have a government that represents all of us and not just a handful of wealthy campaign contributors. Now, people have said, Bernie, your ideas are too radical, too expensive. Well, let me put it within this context. In the last 30 years, there has been a massive redistribution of wealth in America. Problem is, it's gone in the wrong direction. It's gone from the pockets of working people to the top one-tenth of one percent. Anybody here think it's appropriate? That the top, the top one tenth of one percent now owns almost as much wealth as the bottom ninety percent. 
anyone think it's appropriate that when families are working such long hours, 58% of all new income is going to the top 1%. So one of the tenets of our campaign is to say to Wall Street, say to corporate America, and say to the wealthiest people in this country, you know what? You are going to start paying your fair share of taxes. And they need to. And they need to, by the way. There's no reason why the richest people in the world, the people that own Walmart, the people that work for them, and, you know, they almost have more money than 70% of the world's population, almost. Some ridiculous number. I forget the number is. And the people that work for them, they got to apply for welfare benefits to get, you know, medical and, and, and uh, SNAP benefits, food stamp benefits from the federal government because they don't make enough money. Okay? So that's ridiculous. And anybody that's for the, the top one-tenth percent, one-tenth of one percent of the population as far as income, get 90% of all the new wealth created. If you're for that, then you're either one of them or you're an idiot. Okay? We got to, somebody needs to stop that. Somebody needs to address it. And uh, maybe Bernie Sanders can't solve the problem, and he can't do it alone, but he can get the process started. They do need to pay their fair share of taxes. And a lot of people say, oh, he can't do all that. But with that logic, we should never vote for Barack Obama because uh, a lot of people try to block everything he was doing. So uh, somebody needs to try. Okay, somebody needs to try. And Hillary Clinton won't because she's making speeches behind closed doors with Wall Street investment bankers on transcripts she will not release. And why won't she release it? Got to be a reason. Let's think about this, people. Uh, Zach? Um, I was going to say another um, important issue is campaign finance reform. Um, so you have the top one-tenth of one percent, the way that they're able to actually uh, keep this grip on that wealth and keep these same policies um, in place is by donating money to candidates, um, you know, more money than we would ever be able to. Right. To and, and I'm going to let you finish. But to that point, Bernie Sanders has got seven million contributions. You know for how much? $27 a piece. Seven million contributions. That's more than almost any candidate in the history of the world. That's right. And, you know, Hillary Clinton taking speeches from, you know, these um, these wealthy people, it, it, it just uh, creates a cycle to where, you know, the only way that the system is ever going to be broken is if um, and Bernie Sanders, you know, he supports this as well as the campaign finance reform um, to really make it a more equal playing field to get people that are going to represent, um, you know, the regular people and our wishes. It doesn't make any sense that you have the two uh, front runners, Hillary and Trump, who have unfavorable ratings with a majority of the United States population. How is it that you know the candidates who are out there in the forefront are the most unfavorable? Because they control the media. Right. Because they have the, they have the money to do so. And, and Donald Trump, by the way, has got a lot of free a lot of free advertisement based on ratings and whatnot. But Hillary Clinton controls MSNBC because they don't. Well, they control her because they donated money to a campaign, lots of money. MSNBC and and uh, uh, CNN. You got to understand. You got to follow the money to understand what's going on. Let's talk about community policing. Police officers are hardworking, honest people. But, and they have a very difficult job to do. It ain't an easy job. But, but, when a police officer breaks the law, like any other public official, that officer must be held accountable. Number two, we have got to end the militarization of local police departments. Police departments should not look like occupying armies 
They should be part of the community, not intimidating the community. Thirdly, we have got to make police departments look like the diversity of the communities they are serving. Fourthly, we have got to end over-policing in African-American communities. Give you one example. Turns out that the black community and the white community do marijuana at about the same levels. Turns out that blacks are four times more likely to be arrested for possession of marijuana than whites. That doesn't make sense. And among other reasons, that's why I have introduced legislation that takes marijuana out of the Federal Controlled Substance Act. Too many lives have been lost. Too many people have suffered as a result of the so-called war on drugs. Time to rethink that. Okay. Okay, so anybody... Black people, that's Bernie Sanders talking to you directly. He's not talking in code. He's saying black. He's not um, what y'all say Obama shouldn't be doing, that Obama needs to talk to everybody. No, he's saying African, he directly, he's uh, directly addressing what is going on in our communities. And uh, we pretty much um, snubbed him. You know, we don't care about that. We want Hillary Clinton. We love the Clintons. We want her to be the first female president. I mean, and I don't have a problem with a female president. Okay, that's why I play those, those uh, the, the, the uh, women with their comments first. Don't have a problem with that. I just don't think it should be her. <laughs> I'd rather have Michelle Obama any day of the week if it had to be a, you know, a female president. But I think it's a waste to have her in there because she is a status quo president. And we're living in an emergency condition where we have one in three black males born today going to do time in, in jail. That's serious. This needs to be addressed, not by somebody that wants to keep it the way it is. And that's why I have a problem with, with black people going for Hillary Clinton. And, and by the way, Cornel West says... That a lot of the leaders that, that are in the boat with Hillary Clinton, it, it what it is is moral cowardice. That's what he's calling it, moral cowardice. They're too afraid to say anything because they don't want to lose access or whatever. Um, uh, Leroy? Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, since the uh, primary season is coming to a close, uh, you know, a lot of political writers have been uh, thinking about Bernie Sanders' legacy. Um, you know, based on the assumption that, you know, he probably won't, you know, become the uh, Democratic nominee. And uh, Jamie Raskin, who was a Maryland state senator running for Congress, he uh, he said, and I quote, the Sanders movement brought Occupy Wall Street into Democratic Party presidential politics. And so you have people who are, tr- people are trying to figure out how, how, t- how they can bring this kind of progressive hard line to the Democratic Party, the same way that the Christian coalition kind of brought forth like a more conservative hard line with the Republican Party in the 80s. And so, uh, you know, people have been trying to get Sanders to use his leftover campaign funds and so on and so forth to create some kind of law. They're trying to get him to end it. He's not ready to end. They, they, they're kind of being condescending to him. They right. told him to end the campaign. He said, no, I'm not ending nothing. I'm going to run my campaign. This is, a, this is an election. I'm going to run it. And people, he, he refuses to stop. I don't have a problem with it. I need him to push Hillary Clinton as far to the left as possible. So he needs to run to the end so she can address some of these issues. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, I, w- I, w- I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say ask. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're being that condescending. I mean, I think they're trying to be more smart. So if, if you can, if you can get him to like kind of pull back and then kind of, you know, 
the, the same way that, that the uh, that the Tea Party did, you know, trying to get people into, into smaller, you know, into smaller forms of local office, so then you can have more control in different areas. Um, the same. Well, Hillary, same Hillary Clinton. Said. In all fairness, Hillary Clinton ran up to to the end too when she was running against Obama. So now that really? it's his turn, now it's her turn. She wants somebody else to drive out. Not going to happen. Man's not going to do it. Um, <laughs> let's take a call real quick. We're about to close the show. Okay, we're going to go to Charles. How's it going, Charles? Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon, afternoon. Charles. Yes, um, I wonder how, like, you know, the importance of media in this whole situation. It was very important. They made Hillary Clinton's campaign. Right, and I was talking to somebody this morning about the importance of media because in our community, in the black community, it seems like media is the number one and most viable way of sharing sharing information, you know, right. of informing the people of what's going on. And actually getting your voice out. Because where else other than media do you actually get to voice your personal opinion? And I don't understand how we keep on a black station, keep discounting each other's opinion. You know, our collective opinion is what matters. And we don't give our chance, give ourselves a chance to actually voice our actual opinion. Oh, voice your actual opinion now, Charles. But we... <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm letting you. wonderful <laughs> medium, you know, media. And we need to use it. You know, like I said, we need 100% employment. We need an agenda. Right, we exactly. We tell people exactly what is on our mind. And for some and reason. And that's what we've been doing for the past few weeks, Charles, with your help. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. And I'm just saying, you know, for the people, we need to start speaking up more. We need to hear. Okay, Charles, we're going to have to conclude, man. We're going to about to um, close the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you so All much. All right, sir. Thank you. Um, uh, okay, so we're about to close the show. I did want to. Um, I uh, put the Nero clip on um, the not guilty verdict for Nero, but we already do. We have time for that. Uh, we have about a uh, minute and a half left. Um, do we have time to uh, bring up the Nero clip? Um, doesn't look like it. No. Okay. So we talked about uh, that. Anyway. It, yeah. yeah. We know. We know he's been found not guilty for the reason that I stated that. You know, he, it was probably better for him to get a, uh, tri- a bench. What's called a bench trial, trial by a judge to a jury. Now. From what I understand, the way the system works is everybody's entitled to a jury trial, but not everybody's entitled to a bench trial. So they could have forced him to take a jury trial. That's I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but from my research, that's what that's what I you know I've since learned. So I think that the strategy was was kind of flawed when they let him get that um, trial by the judge because, as I've said before, uh, why you know I'm just saying it, calling it like it is, and I, as I had the white guy explain to y'all last week. That white people see the police in a different light than we see them. Okay, they they see the police as somebody there to help you. And what do you mean the police harass you? What are you talking about? They're there to help you. Okay, they can never get their mind wrapped around the fact that the police officers would ever harass or injure anybody unfairly. Okay, so we got other callers, but I'm sorry, y'all gonna have to call back next week, and you have to get in early so that you can get your comments out. And uh, we're about to conclude the show. And I thank you for your comments. And join us next week at two o'clock on Monday for the Call Tyrone Show. And I thank you for your time.